0: We're glad you're listening to Rama for Today.
1: The Lord, as you've heard my testimony, appeared to me in a vision September the 2nd, 1950 in Rockwall, Texas and gave me an extra special healing. I'd always ministered to the sick. I'd been healed myself. I ministered to the sick as a Baptist boy preacher and saw people healed. Known to them with all in the name of Jesus. Laid hands upon them. glory to God. Got baptized in the Holy Ghost, then had even a greater healing ministry. Always known, always known as a faith and healing preacher, as a pastor way back 1939. Praise God, Amen. You're
0: listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagin with his teaching, Hold Fast to
1: Your Healing. If you just cast the devil out of people without teaching them, and every pastor ought to be able to do that. I'm sorry that some of them are not, but they should. Amen? Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We need you know when it comes to devils and demons so all that stay in the middle of the road it's easy to get in the ditch on one side or the other on one side everything's a devil everything you know somebody came by off my son-in-law used to be office manager you know he said one of the local preachers here come by one morning you know there the office you know and he uh, how are you doing, doing fine said I've cast 16 devils out of myself this morning everything's a devil, but then you get over on the other ditch on the other side, and, you know, no such thing as demons and evil spirits, they haven't got anything to do with it, but they do have something to do with it. Thank God for victory. My wife and I, were uh, we went up to Pennsylvania, just out of uh, Greensboro, you know, just out of Pittsburgh there. A number of years ago, when Full of Gospel businessmen were booming, And we spoke on Saturday night, the full gospel chapter, had about 400 people out. And then we held a one-week service in a local church there, a faith seminar. We're teaching on faith morning and night, morning and night. I saw this lady sitting right close to the front. She held a carnage constantly to her mouth. Now, we're just teaching, just Bible lesson. So I I got through teaching, and I... uh, Dismiss the congregation and this lady came to my wife and I still holding this clinics over mouth and said brother Hagin could 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 you pray for me well I said sure uh, we don't really dismiss I said come on here we went in the side room my wife and I and she and she said I attended one of these meetings you know where everything's the devil and everybody's got a devil and said they told me that I had a demon if I did, I didn't know it, but she said, they told me I did. And for me to start coughing, cough it up. She said, I started coughing, and this white foam started. I use a box of Clinics every night. This white foam just run cough. She took that away, white foam's running out of her mouth. Had been now for months. Can you help me? I said, certainly. Now, I said, you didn't have the devil. The Lord told me, Jesus Himself, in person, in a vision, told me, don't ever tell people when it comes to devils or demons to cough or any kind of vomit, any kind of manifestation, which might happen. I know out there, at healing shoes, we first started healing shoes. A fellow came down from Chicago. He said, I ministered to him, I said to some of them, take him in the men's restroom, let him vomit that thing up. And he did it. But see, you don't make a Habit out of that. Oh, you listen to me. That's not necessary. But we didn't have him vomiting out there in the front, front of everybody. And and then we had the same thing later on with a lady and my wife and some of them went to the restroom. She vomited that thing up. The Lord told me, don't ever tell people to vomit. Don't ever tell people to cough. Don't tell them to do anything. Because he said, they'll start coughing or vomiting. And then the devil, the Lord said to me, We'll take advantage of them and move in because they've opened the door. Are you following me? Amen? So we're just sitting there. I'm sitting here in this chair. My wife's sitting there. This lady's sitting there. I said to her, now then, one thing you're going to have to promise me, before I deal with, see, we're going to have to be sure he doesn't come back because he can come back if she'll let it. I taught her something about that, but I said, a number of things, don't ever attend one of those seminars again that puts emphasis on the devil. Boy, she said, you need to worry about me. I'm not going to any more of them. Now, you can ask my wife. She's sitting right there. We're just sitting there very calmly in those chairs, and I commanded that thing to leave her in Jesus' name. You can ask my wife. Immediately, that white foam quit. I mean, fast you can snap your finger out of her mouth. Amen. Thank God for the Word of God. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Hold fast that which thou hast. Amen? Thank you, Lord. Now, the Lord, as you've heard my testimony, appeared to me in a vision September the 2nd, 1950, in Rockwall, Texas, and gave me an extra special healing. I'd always ministered to the sick. I'd been healed myself. I ministered to the sick as a Baptist boy, preacher, and saw people heal. Known to them with all in the name of Jesus. Laid hands upon them. Glory to God. Got baptized in the Holy Ghost. Then had even a greater healing ministry. Always known. Always known as a faith and healing preacher. As a pastor way back 1939. Praise God. Amen. Well, that means 63 years ago, don't it? A lady came to our parsonage. One of my parishioners came to the parsonage one day, sat down in the living room and talked to my wife and I for a moment or two about a few current events. Then she got down to what she really came for. She said, now, Brother Hagin, you are a faith and healing preacher. See, I was known then, way back in 39, helping change the lick. Amen. Amen. I plead guilty. I said, I plead guilty. Well, she went on to explain why some people got healed and why some didn't, and I couldn't tell her unless the Spirit of God told me, but I could give her the word. Nonetheless, she said, you are a faith and healing preacher. She recognized that. Amen. And so then, after the Lord appeared to me in that vision, and we had this extra anointing, greater anointing, if I just, uh, and at first I didn't have any day services, only night services. And if I just mentioned, you know, preached the Word, talked about the vision, we'd have some of the most spectacular healings you've ever seen in your lifetime. Marvelous. But I ran longer meetings. In fact, the first meeting after that vision that I conducted ran six weeks. People had got healed the first week, the third week are back for healing again. I don't mean something mine or something. I mean folks is deaf, and for two weeks to hear fine, but they're back. They lost it. Another man couldn't walk without help. The doctor said right at the moment he ought to be in a wheelchair. Doctor told his daughter. His older man in his 70s said he'll go from this cane. He walked with a cane. He couldn't even walk by himself. Some of the ushers had to help him. Go from there to a wheelchair, from the wheelchair to the bed, from the bed to the grave. Specialists, doctors who were specialists, said that's what will happen. But blessed be God, with no help, laid hands upon him, walked right down the aisle. Then for two weeks, two weeks, come into service every night almost. Walking, talking. Third week, here he shows up, can't walk. Well, I called him up front. I said, What happened? Well, he could also couldn't hear. His daughter had to answer for him. said, Well, he lost his healing. Well, now somebody said, You know, well, he wasn't healed to begin with. You know, if he'd been healed to begin with, it'd lasted. Isn't you know, that awful? Of Paul, Jesus didn't know that. And he said, Hold fast that's what you have. Amen? What happened? Well, for two solid weeks, he had no symptoms in any way, shape, form, or fashion. But over here in the third week, for the first day, just for a few minutes, symptoms returned. Second day for 15 minutes at a time. The third day for a solid hour, symptoms returned and they stayed. I said, I'll tell you the first thing you said. You said, I thought I was healed. I guess I wasn't. Well, he looked at me and made That's exactly what I said. How did you know? <laughs> I said, I, didn't, I wasn't speaking by any revelation of the Holy Ghost. I just know this, that you have to open the door if Satan can't come back in. Now, back to that young man. You thought I forgot about him? You Remember the young man with the epilepsy? I said, you went to bed and went to sleep afraid. You see, he opened the door. I said, you see, you open the door to Satan. Now, the natural door, in other words, your front door, back door, side door. If you went to bed tonight, or if you're in a hotel, if you went to bed tonight and left the door open, no telling what to get in. A thief might get in, steal something. Could even kill you. You're out here in the house, out here in the in the neighborhood somewhere, and leave the door open. A skunk might get in. Could happen? Coons, raccoon might get in. Whatever. No, keep the door shut. Hallelujah. How do you do that? Getting full of the word? Resisting the devil? How do you resist him? And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. They overcame him, Satan by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. So I cast that spirit out of the young man again. And then I said to him, stand right here. I stood right down there off the pulpit. I said, now I'm going to teach you how to resist the devil. I said to the congregation, I'm just drawing a circle around us. I'm going to teach him if you want to get in on it. Well, you can listen. That's fine. And that was my sermon night, to resist the devil. Well, later on, this young man moved into the Dallas area. And, and 25 years later, he's a member of Southside Assembly of God Church there where Lynette's daddy and mama were pastors. And I talked to Sister Tipton about it, she said, yeah, I said, he's, since that time, he's never had another Caesar. Never.
0: Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. This offer begins with the book from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled How to Fight the Good Fight of Faith. Also from Lynette Hagan, the CD, Turning Stumbling Blocks into Stepping Stones. And last but not least, the two-CD set from Kenneth Hagin, Our Rights in Christ. All this for the special price of $24. That's five ninety-five off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at RAMA.org. Let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.
1: Rayma College Weekend is coming up yeah. April the 9th through the 11th. And so come check us out. If you just need, uh, want to know more about the Word of God or if you have a call on your life, come check us out at Rayma College Weekend, April the 9th through the 11th.
0: Tomorrow on Rhema for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagan's life-changing series. That's next time on RAMA for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.